This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. You know, the most amazing thing is from today, from yesterday, what a crazy day it was here in this country. Somebody thought this was a good idea. Somebody in Atlanta, in Fulton County, Georgia, said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do we're going to do this differently than they did it in D.C. and Florida and New York and Alvin Bragg and Jack Smith. We're, gonna, we're not going to be, be as uh, as uh, delicate with Donald J. Trump. We're going to take his mugshot. And somehow they thought that was a good idea. They were going to embarrass him. They were going to humiliate him in front of all his supporters, in front of the whole world. We now have the most famous mugshot in the history of mugshots. We have one of the most famous, one of the most iconic photographs in American history. And the the remarkable thing is that Fannie Willis in Fulton County, Georgia, and the rest of the Trump haters, the radical Trump haters in her office, we know what she is. She's a big BLM supporter. Her father was a Black Panther. She's a Marxist. Let's be honest. She's a Marxist. Uh, and she wanted to embarrass Donald Trump. And Trump, there was, there was a chance that she could, that she might. Here's what could have happened. He could have blinked. He could have taken a bad picture. His hair could have been all messed up. He could have somehow looked away or somehow just, you know, had a bad moment. He didn't. <laughs> I got bad news for Fannie Willis and, and Joe Biden and MSNBC and Joe Scarborough and CNN and Jake Dapper. This could not have worked out better for Donald Trump. I'm sure he practiced in front of the mirror. Oh, a thousand, a thousand times. But there's now, they took a bunch of mugshots, by the way, overnight. <laughs> People got booked after Trump like five other co-defendants. So I think they have them all in the books, all 19 at this point. Trump took the best mugshot. <laughs> he did. He, yeah. And I know he would tell you that no matter what. It's a, I take the best mugshots. But I got to <laughs> agree. I got to admit, he did. He took the best mugshot. It is menacing. It is foreboding. It is badass. And his supporters, the real crazy Trumpkins, are rejoicing over this photograph. Not only are they just re rejoicing, They've got it on T-shirts already. They've got it on mugs already, posters. They've got the, uh, you know, the revenge. The, the the dumbest one, though, Trump actually posted this. Trump, if you weren't paying attention to the news yesterday, it was a wild day. Trump got booked in Fulton County, Georgia at 730. At that exact time, the piece of the, 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 the president of the United States, the, current <laughs> president, the criminal yeah. in the White House, sent out a fundraising letter. He is fundraising for his own campaign of Trump's arrest at the exact moment Trump was booked. And uh, immediately afterwards, everybody is just going wild. Obviously, they're celebrating on MSNBC and CNN, but I would be careful what you wish for. I'd be careful what you're celebrating here, Joe Scarborough. I'm, a, I'm still, you know, I'm a DeSantis guy. I like Vivek. You know, I like... I, you know, I, I, I love watching the debate, listening to bat. I'm not a crazy Trumpkin like Montante here or others. And, and But it, I have to admit, it felt like the end of the campaign. It felt like the end of the primary last night when this photograph dropped and people just rallied around him and they were pissed and they were uh, uh, they were motivated, rejuvenated. All the people on the right. Hell, undecided voters on the right, people who weren't quite sure, what am I going to do? What if Trump goes to jail? What if what if I listen to Vivek, Vivek and, or DeSantis and I really like what they have to say? All that ended at 730 yep. or 8 o'clock, whatever time it, the, the photograph actually uh, made the way, made its way around the world. This was the biggest boost to the Trump campaign 
that I can remember. I mean, I guess since the since the last indictment, I mean, every time he gets indicted, his numbers go up. Every time he gets indicted, his supporters are more galvanized and more motivated. This is the first time they took a mugshot. He's been booked. He's been fingerprinted. He's been embarrassed and humiliated. That is the whole point of the process, to embarrass the man. This is the first mugshot, and now we know why. We know why Alvin Bragg and Jack Smith didn't insist on a mugshot, because they knew it would backfire. I guess, you know, they're, they're scum, but they're smarter than Fannie Willis. Somehow Fannie Willis thought this was a good idea. I don't know. It's just going it, to – it is an amazing thing to think this. I mean – I will say this. This is Trump's first tweet in two and a half years. And he writes, mugshot, August 24th, election interference, never surrender. I might have come up with a different slogan than <laughs> for this. <laughs> well, yeah, because they took his mugshot when he surrendered. I mean, he didn't have a choice, but he surrendered. Uh, and they took his mug shots. I might have come up with, you know, some some yeah. else defiance or yeah. destroy. Stand by, stamp. Yeah. Stand do you think by, he yeah. had? Do you, do you think he had the uh, the foresight to uh, say, "Hey, I want to tweet two months ago, but eventually this mug chat, this mug shot's going to happen. Let's wait." Or do you I think, think he's the, capitalized on the moment? I think the plan was to capitalize on a big moment. I mean, obviously, yeah. there were many big moments. He's been indicted for ninety-one felonies in four different jurisdictions. There's been many big moments, and he also likes to take the uh, take the momentum away from DeSantis yeah. and Vivek. Vivek, uh, but this was the moment. This is the first tweet. How many how many retweets did he get on that one last night? Uh, I, I, first tweet see. in two and a half years. It is a major blow to Truth Social. Two hundred, two hundred, two hundred fifty, two hundred fifty six thousand. One million, one million likes, and one of those one, one of those retweets was from <laughs> Elon Musk himself. Oh, good. I, I retweeted it. He got, he got a million likes. I mean, we can question some of the numbers on Twitter, and we will uh, when it comes to the Trump, uh, the boring Trump-Tucker uh, interview. But here's what 2024 has come down to, Montante. Here's what I will sum it up for you. The tr- presidential election next year for the, uh, uh, for the office of the president is come down to this. Robert Peters versus inmate P0113580. We have a criminal in the White House, a stone cold criminal who uses aliases to to keep the authorities off his track, off his trail. We have a guy who uh whose son is his bagman, a drug addict who uh, dropped off a laptop that featured about 450 felonies. You know what, uh, Hunter, but this is how crazy. This is what kind of banana republic we live in right now. If you haven't been paying attention, uh, Donald Trump is being persecuted politically. Again, I'm not a died in the wool fanatic lun- lunatic uh, Trumpkin, but this is madness. What's happening in America. This is the first time in American history, 247 years, a president has been indicted, booked, mugshotted, arrested. We've had lots of presidents. We've had some bad ones. We've had some corrupt ones. Uh, Richard Nixon didn't get mugshotted. Bill Clinton, who lied, who, who intimidated witnesses, who did a lot of bad things, as Trump would say. Barack Obama, who used the IRS to go after his political enemies, who covered up the Benghazi scandal. He didn't get mugshot. He got arrested, booked, mugshotted. The guy in the White House now, who we know has taken bribes, who sold access to his to his office, who sent his scumbag crackhead son around the world as his bagman to make a fortune for his family, to enrich his family. We know that. We've seen the evidence. He is as corrupt as any politician in American history. You know what he did yesterday? Kicked back. I took a Pilates class. Man, would you like to see that? He took a spin <laughs> class to the Pilates class and then wandered around this this. Uh, oh, here he is right here. Mansion. Man, a real man in, of the uh, people. In Lake, in Lake Tahoe. Tahoe. Yeah. yeah, just Third hanging ball. with the people in Lake Tahoe. Is he having a beer? I thought he didn't drink. Uh, <laughs> and while Joe Biden was hanging in Lake Tahoe, you know, with his people, ignoring the suffering of the people in Maui, um, Hunter Biden, check this out. What was Hunter Biden, this stone-cold criminal, drug addict, money launderer, bribe-taking scumbag? He was moving into his new pad in Malibu. 
according to the Daily Mail, the beleaguered first son and his wife, Melissa Cohen, moved into a new $15,800 per month Malibu pad. And when Hunter moves, his Secret Service detail has to pick up stakes as well. They've landed a home across the street at $16,000 per month, funded by the U.S. taxpayer. And they have pictures. It's a beautiful house overlooking the ocean in Malibu with a pool <laughs> and, a, and a guest studio with a private balcony overlooking the ocean that creates a perfect artistic space. So that well, means no, Hunter. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad because Jerry, you always every time you say Hunter, you mention he's a crackhead, he's corrupt. You never mention. We got to be fair here. You got to mention he's a very successful artist. Yes, please mention that going forward. He, so he, he's he, doodles. He's selling his doodles for five hundred thousand a pop. There's nothing suspicious about that. Now no, he has no artistic not. space in his new mansion. Um, um, by the way, do you know how he paints? I'm not sure. I've talked about it before, but I'm not sure if you're. Do you know how he paints? He paints with a straw. Same thing. He, he same way he does everything else with a straw. He blows the paint. He blows the paint onto the to the canvas with wow. a straw. That's how he paints. That's he doesn't even use a brush or his inspirational. Finger. It's just a bunch of you know mess on a on a canvas. It doesn't matter that is it's no good. It's about money laundering. It's about brazen money laundering. Well, the guy. <laughs> It looks real worried moving into his new Malibu pad with his young wife and uh, his kid that he acknowledges, not the other kid that he doesn't acknowledge. The one he acknowledges is with him, too. On that day that Trump is forced to go to Atlanta, get fingerprinted and photographed, Joe Biden is, is, is squatting in the $18 million mansion of some environmentalist nut, Tom Steyer, and his son is moving into a new mansion in Malibu. I think... The optics are the point. They want, they want to show everyone. It's an intimidation tactic. Here's what can happen to you if you challenge us, if you, mm-hmm. if you go against uh, the, the popular narrative of the uh, ruling class here. And we'll get to that. We will get to that Elon Musk lawsuit, which is utter madness. That, that could be the craziest story of the year. And it's hard to keep up. Crazy stories. It, it is hard to keep up. No question, but. Here's the latest. Trump, as we point out, is now inmate number P, well, was inmate number P, 0113589. I think they're calling him that on MSNBC now. Isn't that cute? Yeah, we got um, a little clip of it. The bad news is he had to go through this process, put up bail. I need to understand this. I don't. He's using a lake, local bail bondsman. He borrowed the money. You only have to put up 20 grand. Maybe someone on the uh, comment line can explain to me why Trump had to go to Chico's bail bonds to get 20 grand. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> uh, they said he went to some local outfit to get the bond, but he was somehow, I don't know how he pulled this off. He got them to list him at 6'3", 215 pounds. Since that's, his last that's, that's arraignment, great. I think the one in New York, or these, one, his last arraignment a couple months ago, he was listed at 240, uh, 240 pounds. He's down to even, 250. He, even 240 is absurd. I mean, two, four, I, I'm 250. Trump's got at least 30 pounds on me. He's, uh, you're 250? Jesus. Yes. Yeah. How, how tall uh, are you? Uh, not very. About 510. I'm built like a Division Three offensive lineman. Well, listed at 6'3", 215. Um, he is the same. As Matthew Stafford and Lamar Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very believable. Uh, You know what? I don't know how he did that. I I assume they ask you your weight. They don't weigh you. And he told them this thinking they're not going to blame me. Then they wrote it Like the DMV. Uh, My my, my, driver's license says I'm 6'1". I'm not. They don't check. Right. 6'3", 215. I would say Trump is 6'2", but what, 260, 250? Yeah, easy, easy. But it uh, doesn't matter. He's not dumb enough to take his shirt off on the beach like some presidents we know. <laughs> but he flew in. He was in and out of Fulton County Jail in about a minute. It was super quick. The The cameras were everywhere. Photog- here's, here's all you need to know about the mainstream media. CNN carried, and MSNBC, I believe, carried the whole procession from the airport to the courthouse. Hell, they carried the plane landing. You could see the plane landing. Then when he came out and started to talk, they cut away. They don't want you yeah, to hear. Yeah, of course. Donald of course. Trump. He didn't have much to say, but they cut away and didn't show it to you. And check this out. Right now, see, oh, yesterday, I'm sorry, right, CNN had seven reporters 
at the Fulton County Jail. Seven. You know how many they have in Maui covering the worst wildfire in U.S. history? Can I guess zero? One. Or one? One. Oh, there you go. And I'll bet you it's just some stringer they don't want to pay, but uh, some <laughs> local to cover it. They have one person in Maui. They have the same They have the same number of people in Russia covering the Przogin, Przo, whatever the name is, yeah, uh, the, plane, right. the plane being shot down. They have a reporter there. They have one reporter there, the one reporter in Maui. We are going to get to the latest from Maui because it, if it hasn't infuriated you to this point, it will now. Yeah, it, today it takes the cake. The negligence, the list of things that, that they that these people did wrong on the ground in Maui. These Democrats, let's be honest, they're all Democrats, and much of this was done in the name of uh, equity and inclusion. And because of that, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children are dead. We have some of the stories from the locals. As Joe eats ice cream in Lake Tahoe, Maui, still, they're still looking for all the dead kids. We have the uh, the numbers on the Trump debate. I mean, the Trump-Tucker interview versus the GOP debate. It's not as wide a gap as you may think. The, um, the number from the Tucker Trump debate was greatly exaggerated. I understand why they, 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 the number was on the screen, but let's be honest. It was a boring interview. I love Tucker. He's done some great stuff on Twitter, but there was no takeaways. Every, it was funny yesterday. People were tweeting what unbelievable numbers up to 238 million views and no, no, 300 million views. And you're going, wait a second. It's only 330 million people. There's only like 150 something million adults how could you have 300 million views? Well, they didn't. And the, and which is not surprising. It was not a very lively interview and there were zero takeaways. There was like nothing he said that was really notable except one thing. And we'll get to it because it becomes more relevant today as they post his, as they post his mugshot and talk about what a threat he is to this country. They are intentionally energizing uh, mobilizing the crazies out there. And the crazies are coming. I guarantee Dan Bongino has talked a lot about this former Secret Service agent, about this. The Secret Service is on guard. Somebody is plotting, planning right now to take out hell. A woman was threatening to kill Baron Trump last week. They arrested some woman, Baron, at his element, at his uh, high school. You can't, I can't imagine the threats Trump gets every day. Oh. This must be overwhelming. All the lunatics like that, the guy that shot up the, the baseball practice and almost killed Steve Scalise. There's a lot of guys yeah. like that out there right yeah. now. And the Democrats and the media are motivating them. We will uh, get to that. He was asked about it. Trump was asked about it. Uh, and and uh, we have some residents of Maui who have some words for Joe Biden, which is which is great. Uh, the latest on uh, Michael Orr and the uh, Tuies, the blind side. As we said last week, Michael Orr is full of it. Michael Orr is lying. Michael Orr is shaking down the twoies. He made some money off that movie. They made some money off the movie. They didn't bilk him. They didn't lie to him. You know what Michael Orr was counting on? He knew the media would take his side because it's black versus white, and that's what they do. He knew ESPN would believe him. And the twoies, I believe, have evidence that he uh, was demanding, uh, was blackmailing them. So they, they, they know, they know it's a shakedown. They know what's going on here. And so do the people involved. We have some, uh, some interesting information from the producers of the movie. We will get to that and lots more on today's Callahan show. But first. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. During these crazy and uncertain times, we can't talk enough about having reliable tools for self-defense for your family and for yourself. We see the videos all the time, the smashing grabs, muggings, people getting beaten in the street. Well, you got to protect yourself, and that's where Florida-based EAA Corp. comes in. They specialize in providing exceptionally high-quality firearms to the U.S. market at an incredible value since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, revolvers, and shotguns 
Whether you're looking for a concealed carry, competition pistol, or home defense shotgun, EAA has it. Their MC-1911 series fits the bill, and they're available in compact carry or full-size configurations. Are you a first-time gun owner? Well, the all-in-one 9mm MC-9 and MC-28 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package, ideal for everyday carry. Concealed carry has recently been approved in several new states during the last year with no permit required. EAA's lineup also includes shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every firearm available from EAA. Visit EAACorp.com to learn more. That's EAACorp.com to shop for your personal firearm protection. I, we have so much to get to, Montana. Your last day with me, correct? Your last day, as far as we know, you're done. Yes, yeah. Phil and Craig uh, is coming back from his drunk, drunken vacation. He'll be back on uh, on Monday. We think. Well, we appreciate you uh, filling in. It's been fun. Oh yeah, let's do this. I want to do. This. It's Friday. What the hell? Can we do the uh, Letterman interview with Joe Biden? I mean, it is. It's it looks like a totally impossible. different Biden too. I know, isn't it? It's amazing the work he's had done, the hair weaves, the facelifts, yep. the teeth. It's, I mean, every everything about him is just artificial. Yeah. But the amazing thing is the guy who was arrested, booked, mugshotted yesterday uh, is, is a piker compared to the one who's in the White House. The guy in the White House has committed so, like serious crimes. I mean, he, he, he's committed an impeachable offense like every day since he's been in office. We're, sure. we're marking this two-year anniversary since the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. We got 13 yeah. service members killed looking to uh, – so because he wanted to spike the football. He had he wanted a victory lap. But get, and then he drones, shot a drone at a family of 10 kids, seven kids, killed seven kids, and never apologized, never even talked about it. That was impeachable. Look what's happened to the southern border. He's allowed this invasion, six million people since he took. That's impeachable. There's one impeachable, and and if bribes, taking bribes is expressly, explicitly mentioned in the Constitution as an uh, as an impeachable offense. He's taken bribes. He's taken millions. We know it. Everybody knows it. But the people just hate Trump so much, so they're gonna uh, they're gonna pretend that Joe Biden is. Uh, is on the level here. He 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 is behind all. Uh, obviously, we know his Department of Justice. We know he, Merrick Garland, in contact with local officials. Fannie Willis was asked about it. Did he talk to Jack Smith, the federal prosecutor, uh, special prosecutor? She wouldn't answer. Of course, she's in contact. It's all one big get Trump operation. But uh, <laughs> I don't know why. It just feels funny to uh, replay, to revisit Joe Biden. Joe Biden's lies. He's obviously he's told a million lies. We've chronicled them all here daily, but his best lies are about the times he's been arrested. <laughs> I would have to say he wants you to think he's some kind of civil rights leader. It's a lie. He's a guy who eulogized uh, the grand Klegel of the Klan, Robert Byrd. He's a guy who said he didn't want his kids going to a school that was going to be like a jungle. jungle when it was going to yeah. be integrated. He's a guy who told you. Mitt Romney is going to put y'all back in chains. That guy, they're going to Monday. They're going to, it's the anniversary of the March on Washington, Martin Luther King. He and Kamala Harris are going to make speeches and, and celebrate the day. Well, yeah. that's fine. You know, he's the president. He should do that. But pe- pe- people should keep in mind what a racist he is at heart and keep in mind how much he lies. He lies. He says he marched in the so It's a lie. He says he got arrested trying to see Nelson Mandela. It's a laughable lie. But I don't know how long uh, this cuts a minute, minute 20. Listen to this absolute <sighs> fabricator, fabulous. And, Tell Letterman about all the times he's been uh, arrested. And this is pre, uh, you know, homeless looking Letterman with a big beard. So two people. Look oh, that's there. right. And and this is before <laughs> Joe Biden had all shame. that work done. Yeah. 21 and I got arrested. And they just got out of session. I walked in the back. All of a sudden, I found myself in the chamber, and I was stunned. I walked up, sat down in the presiding officer's seat. Guy grabbed me by the shoulder, said, you're under arrest. I came back. I came back from South Africa trying to see Nelson Mandela and getting arrested for trying to see him on Robbins Island. He was in prison. I had the great honor of meeting him. 
I had the great honor of being arrested with our U.N. ambassador on the streets of Soweto trying to get to see him on Robbins Island. Your campaign has come out since and said, no, 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 you were separated from other people at the airport. But you did say arrest three yeah. times. What? Why? I okay. said arrested. I meant I was not able to I was not able to move. Cops, Upper Connors, <laughs> would not let me go with them, made me stay where I was. I guess I, I wasn't arrested. I was stopped. I did not live the struggles of Douglas, Tubman, King, Lewis, oh. Goodman, Cheney, Swerner, countless others, known and unknown. I did not walk in the shoes of generations of students who walked these grounds, but I walked other grounds. They <laughs> think I'm kidding, man. <laughs> Seems like yesterday, the first time I got arrested anyway. anyway. By the way, how great is that optic, too, right there? You got an old white man bumbling around, and you got people behind him wearing masks outside. No uh, this guy's yeah, that, what that, a clown. That, what a piece of trash. That's coming back. That's coming back. Well, Biden has never been arrested. That's, those are all lies. But uh, Donald Trump has been arrested. He had his chief political rival arrested. First time in American history. For something we would ne- we never thought we'd see in our lifetime. The uh, the corrupt mainstream media is cheering it on, and all I could say is once again, careful what you wish for. I don't. I, if Trump gets elected or DeSantis or Vivek Vivek, the rules have changed, and I need to know today. And I'm dead serious. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Where is the Republican prosecutor? The Republican DA. Uh, in a red state, in Florida, in, in Tennessee, in Nashville, in wherever, who's going to indict a Democrat today. That's the way it has to work. Everybody knows this is not legitimate. Everyone knows it's political. Everyone, if you're being honest, I've said this before, two questions. Do you think they'd be doing this if Trump weren't running for re-election, weren't running, weren't running for president? No. Do you think they'd be doing this if Trump were Democrat? Of course not. So it's clearly political. Trump Trump would be on his second term right now if he was a Democrat. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And if he ever said, you know, I'm old, I'm 77, I want to hang with the grandkids, they wouldn't have been dead even once. Forget 91 nope. times. Not once. This is nope. election appearance. Trump is right about that. And it's un-American. It's wrong. Anyone with any integrity has to admit it. Again, I'm, I'm a DeSantis guy. I like Vivek. I like a young guy. I like a guy. Who could do two terms? Nothing against Trump. I like a guy who could serve two terms, and I like the fact that these guys, uh, a guy like DeSantis, has gotten things done. I don't care if he looks <laughs> stiff on stage or, or smiles awkwardly. Look at that smile. And the and the fact that he didn't raise his hand up enthusiastically enough. The guy they asked him about Donald Trump has spent eight months and twenty million dollars trying to destroy Ron DeSantis, and has done it pretty well, pretty effectively. You want him to enthusiastically say, "Oh, I love Donald Trump." Of course, he can't. That would be that would be insincere. So, so be keep dishonest. so keep your so keep your hand down. Don't don't look around to get the read on the room. Be a leader, Ronnie. Well, you know he put it up. Whatever. So now you think he should have kept it down? If he yeah, kept be it a down, leader. You'd stick, kill him. Stick if he by your guns. It up, you'd kill him. Stick, stick I can't by believe, your guns. You know, you can criticize DeSantis for a lot of things. You can call him stiff and say his smile was awkward. The fact that he doesn't enthusiastically root for the guy who is who yesterday had like 30 just incoherent true social posts about DeSantis. He went on with Greg Kelly last night on Newsmax from the plane on his way back from Fulton County. He said a lot of you know interesting things about the booking and everything. And then he goes off on DeSantis and says he was terrible on COVID. He locked down the schools. He locked down the roads. Now, I'm, I know presidents, I know politicians, they lie, they exaggerate. But quick follow-up here, Mr. President. He locked down the roads? I mean, can he attack DeSantis without lying about it? That's all I ask. I don't mind if they fight. Uh, but keep in mind, this is, goes both ways. Trump has no respect for DeSantis. He hates him. He wants to destroy him. He wants to destroy his entire political career. And yet you expect that... DeSantis is going to jump up with a red hat on and a big, you know, Trump sign and say, you know, go Trump. He's running against him. Maybe you think he shouldn't run against him, but he's running against him. He's fighting for his political life. The fact that he doesn't enthusiastically support his rival, a rival has tried to ruin him, is nuts. Come up with something else. Go back to that stupid smile if you want to rip uh, Ron DeSantis. Jared, quick question. If, if If Trump today 
said, hey, listen, you know, I'm starting my own news network. You know, I, I'm, I'm stepping down. I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, I think Vivek would step in as like the younger de facto Trump. I think Vivek would jump DeSantis overnight, popularity-wise and poll-wise. Maybe. I mean, they, it was pretty split on who won the debate. I, I, I said Vivek. Rhymes with cake. Vivek. Rhymes with cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people thought DeSantis. DeSantis did what he had to do. Kind of breathed new life into his campaign. He raised a million dollars the next day. He's a legit candidate, and so is Vivek, and that's it. There's no one else on that stage who matters. I'm, I'm sorry. I like Tim Scott. Nikki Haley had a good debate. They're you not don't you don't like the you don't like the North Dakota governor. You don't think he has a good crack no, at it? No, no, he's gone. He's gone. He's, <laughs> he's just get out of here. Next, they got to cut those guys out of the next debate. Which, by the way, Trump's not going to go to again. It's a Fox debate a month from now. I think it's a mistake. I think Trump belongs there. I think that should be, you know, a show of them. I mean, that's his strength. He should be there and he should be attacking Biden. Stop attacking fellow Republicans and attack Joe Biden, the most corrupt president in American history. A guy who neglected the people of Maui had one pathetic appearance, was on the ground for five hours, talked about his Corvette and his cat. We all know that. Uh, talked about how he lost his his wife and daughter 50 years ago. And then while survivors were speaking about the grieving parents were talking about their their kids being burned, he fell asleep. He fell asleep and he left it to the mainstream media to say, oh, no, he just closed his eyes. He didn't fall asleep. CNN called him the empathizer in chief after he he went in front of the, the world and said he almost lost his Corvette and his cat in a kitchen fire 19 years ago. By the way, they didn't mention that. CNN didn't mention that he mentioned his Corvette and his cat. The, the Perhaps the most insensitive remark from a U.S. president ever. Well, we have the latest from Maui, and it just gets worse and worse. As we mentioned yesterday, the only road out of town was barricaded. The authorities literally t- told people to turn around, go back to the fire, and die. People yeah. died in their cars because they wouldn't let them leave the area. That person who made that decision has to be handcuffed, frog marched, imprisoned. That 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 piece of sh- garbage who who wouldn't let them use the water because he loves water and he, he respects water. Equity, equity. Kaleo Kaleo Manual. Because of equity, he deprived yes. them of water. The guy who decided not to sound the sirens or send out a text message. Those people belong in handcuffs. It's not enough to tell this story. But the media has moved on, essentially. It moved on. Check this out. Not the not all the media. The the Democrat, the, the left-wing media has moved on because they think, you know, the people behind it are Democrats. And it's true. They are. Yeah. The guy who ignored them for two weeks, their president, is a Democrat. The guy who said, talking about his Corvette and his cat is a Democrat. So the media makes this collective decision. We're going to ignore the greatest wildfire, the worst wildfire in U.S. history. But the New York Post had a story yesterday. Keep this in mind as Joe Biden talks about his cat or his Corvette or takes a nap in front of the parents. This is from the Post. Grieving parents found the body of their 14-year-old adopted son hugging his dead dog after the Maui wildfires and then carried him around a half mile to a police station to be confirmed among the dead. Schoolboy K. Rowe Fuentes had been home alone enjoying his last day of summer break when the deadliest U.S. wildfire in a century started overwhelming his neighborhood. The mom was working five miles away and unable to get home when she saw the smoke, despite begging cops to let her through the barriers. I get so just outraged reading this stuff. I can't imagine living it. When she and the rest of the family managed to search their home two days later, they find K. Rowe. Kiro's charred body wrapped around their dead dog, the sobbing mom told CBS. That is amazing. After that, after that, 14-year-old kid dead, hugging his dog, our president talked about a little kitchen fire. He lied about a little kitchen fire that was put out in 20 minutes, and the fire chief said it was insignificant. And he mentioned his friggin' car and his cat, and he took a nap. Oh. Just, a, I mean, disgustingly callous, cruel man. Uh, but they're taking note. I mean, obviously, it's Hawaii. They'll probably all vote Democrat, probably all vote for uh, for uh, Trump. I mean, for Biden in the, in the next election. But 
Not, not everybody, as we as we know. <laughs> not everybody. We have a, a, a middle-aged woman, we'll call her, who was uh, spoke to the media about uh, about her experience, a Maui resident, and uh, what she's gone through, and what she thinks of the commander in chief talking about his uh, his Corvette and his cat amid their suffering. Go ahead, let's listen. Had any money come in? I haven't had anybody call me back. I didn't have anything. I have no idea. I lost my house. I lost my car. I lost my animals. I mean, come on, man. We're not getting anything. Till today, I still didn't get my meds. I cannot get my meds yet. My med my medicine was all burnt in my house. My rent money was all burnt in my house. I have no money anymore. I think Joe Biden should take his $700 and get back on the fucking plane and go home. That's what I think. <laughs> the $700 compared to all the millions he's given to, to Ukraine. Billions. Why? We need it. That's why we don't understand why. We're citizens and we cannot get money. But if they're not citizens, they get gazillions of dollars from the USA. Where, where are, where's our government? Fix your house before you fix somebody else's house. This is how, like, your community, Lady. other Hawaiians, you know, locals, indigenous people, is that how they feel, pretty much how you feel? Everybody feels that way. Come on. That's why the local people stick together and we help our own people because we know the outside people are not going to do it. Jerry, I have a serious question before we react to this. If Hawaii wasn't already in the bag for the next 60 years politically, it's always going to be blue. Nothing will change that. Do you think if this was a battleground state that they'd maybe throw a little more money to the people, give them a little more attention instead of... Well, I mean, she, well, I think this woman made one big mistake. She should have hired Hunter Biden for $83,000 a month, paid him Correct. for doing nothing. Then Joe Biden would care about the island of Maui. Uh, uh, sure. uh, it, it is... I mean, Ohio... He's a battleground state, but it went yeah, for Trump. That's, actually, East, that's actually a good point. East, East Palestine, Palestine yeah. went for Trump, so he has never been there, despite promising to go there. He doesn't yeah. care about the people of East Palestine. Waukesha, Wisconsin, that's a battleground state, but True. True. it was a black guy who killed white people, a black, uh, a black racist, black nationalist who killed white people, including an eight-year-old kid. Yeah. So he doesn't care about that if he can't exploit it for racial reasons. And he probably knows Maui's going to vote Democrat. What do I give a damn? I'm yeah, you know, yep. surprised he even went there after two weeks. And and well, uh, it's, it's nice, nice weather. Nap, you know, it's it's not you know it's not as uh, fun to go to East Palestine. You know, it's a little gloomy. Some chemicals in right. the air. Go to Maui, enjoy the sun. You know, soak it up and go go back home. And, and the amazing thing, he went to he went to Lake Tahoe first, and he was settling in on his vacation, sponging off this other sleazebag billionaire. And then somehow shamed into making a five-hour trip. No, that would be like a 15-hour trip because it's probably five hours to get there, five hours to get back, and five hours on the ground making jokes and talking about his cat. It's I, I think, I mean, obviously, the media will cover it for him, but I think it was historically insensitive, historically callous, and people will remember. Maybe the people of Maui, maybe they'll never, ever vote vote red, vote Republican, but they will remember they will remember that the, the the guy who showed up has just doesn't give a damn about them, does not care about them at all. All right, we got lots more to get to. I want to get to this uh, to this Elon Musk suit, which is something. <laughs> if, if you, you got to read about it, you got to read about it twice. But I, quickly, we mentioned the uh, the debate versus uh, Trump Tucker. I watched them both. I'm just being honest. The debate was much, much more entertaining. I thought it was pretty lively, pretty entertaining. Uh, I, I, you know, I was rooting for DeSantis, but Vivek won. Some guys embarrassed themselves, like Mike Pence. Some guys stepped up. It was a pretty entertaining debate. They, uh, the moderators did not do a good job. They interrupted too often. They asked about climate change. Climate change is a Republican debate. And they didn't ask yep. about, you know, gender ideology, the whole madness of little children having sex change operations. That was the red meat they needed. Instead, they asked about climate change, which is annoying. But anyway, it got 12.8 million viewers. That's a pretty good number. Um, that's the debate in 2015 when Trump hit the scene and, you know, scolded, embarrassed Jeb Bush, got 24 million people. But that was low a, energy. Yeah, low energy. Jeb. Those were different times. Those are different. Those, times. Exactly. You know that. I mean, people are streaming. People aren't uh, watching cable news. But uh, tw I thought 12.8 was more than I expected. That's a pretty damn good number. 
the uh, it's tough to get the number on the uh, Tucker uh, Trump interview yeah. because the views aren't Another really people skewed, watch. skewed. Somehow somebody broke this down and said it was fourteen point eight million. Again, a great number, but it's not two hundred million. Anyway, that doesn't matter. It was it was kind of a boring interview. I'll tell you one thing that I though I I should say there was one takeaway, and it's more about the question than the answer. Tucker doesn't do these kind of questions by accident. He's just, you know, like he's not just winging it saying, you know, I'm going to ask him about, you know, getting killed. He talked about how they've gone from spying on his campaign to spying on his, uh, his presidency to uh, impeaching him to indicting him. And he said, what's the next step? It's a good question right now. People out there are looking at Trump as some kind of, uh, you know, evil force that must be stopped. Obviously, the Biden administration, the, the corrupt DOJ is doing their best to stop him. Local DAs, crazy left-wingers like uh, like Fannie Willis are doing their best to stop him. But there has to be people out there who want to take it to another level. There has to be people thinking, he's evil, he's Hitler. What do you do to Hitler? What do you do to Hitler? You know, you have to take him out, right? Well, Tucker, good for him. Ask this question, and it's a good one. If you're if you're Donald Trump, if you're his family, you're Don Jr. or Eric or Melania, aren't you worried every time he goes, I don't know, plays golf, every time he goes to another city to get booked? Maybe that's why he had 700 motorcycle cops around him yesterday. Yeah. But let's listen to his answer as he's asked about the fear that someone's going to take a shot at him. Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that. When you say there are people on stage who shouldn't be running for president, who do you mean? Whatever happened to Mike Pence? He's okay. out there attacking you. Do you think it, Epstein killed himself since? It's getting to it. They're, they're building it up. Let's yeah, I was hoping run. we would just have the cut. Well, you sent me the clip. It gets to it. Let's play, let's play it out. It, it, he gets to it. Or do you want to? It's your call. You're, it's the Jerry Callahan show. I can't believe I miss Ironhead. I never thought I'd say it. I miss <laughs> oh, well, I mean, the stream is not going live right now. That's Ironhead's fault, but, you know. Well, why isn't the stream going live? Why? Why? Why is that so hard? I don't understand. Why is that so hard? It's a simple part of the job. I understand. He's he's hung over. He's on vacation. Now, he said it's, it's it's related to the something that was said on the, the Wednesday show with Shattuck. That's uh, you YouTube. Guys- That's not locals. That's YouTube. Uh, he, YouTube, said he said he YouTube said the suspended us again for talking about COVID or oh, whatever masks. It's hopeless. Anybody, anybody who's not suspended by YouTube is not doing it right. That means you're on the take. If you're not suspended by YouTube, right? If you're going to talk about COVID and you're not getting suspended, that means you're saying, get your booster, everybody get your, wear your mask out there. Keep your social distance. That's the only way you can stay on YouTube. So do we have yes. the cut of Trump talking about getting shot? The cut you sent me is the one you had. Hey, I don't it's, care it's what I sent you. One. You find it and figure it out. All right, it's not all that right, hard. Right. We're paying you for all this, right. by the way. In case anyone was wondering, he's actually getting paid for this. Oh, this is not charity. Trump. Okay. Uh, well, you're going to have to edit this after. Or, or, is, or is that We can't do that anymore either. No, I, well, it won't be. We can't splice it into the, uh, to the Rumble feed, but we can put it into the audio version if you'd like. I would like to. Uh, no, I wouldn't all want right. it to sound good. No, I would, why would we want it to sound good? <laughs> all, right, all, right. Done. all right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll splice it in there. Splice in. Okay, are we moving on? Yeah. Yes. You don't have the cut. No, I have the one you sent me. It's a little build up to it, but they get to it. Okay. Can you go right? Can you fast forward to the cut? Is that asking too much? Is that impossible? Well, we're, we're going to have to do it live. You're so. saying they stole it from you last time. Why wouldn't they do the same this time? Impeach me. Crooked Joe Biden is so bad. He's the worst president in the history of our country. I don't think he's going to make it to the gate, but, you know, you never know. It started with protests against you, Minute moved to impeachment twice, and now indictment. Are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? They're savage animals. They are people that are sick. So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? I, I can say this. There's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. I'm telling you, we're doing this in- out there right now, right now, plotting. And and his life is in danger. He's right. Bongino yeah. is right. His life is in danger right now. And that's what crazy leftists, that's what Fannie Willis, they, that's what Alec, Al, uh, Alvin Bragg, that's what they want. They want people 
to to rise up, take matters into their own hands. I mean, they don't want them necessarily to get shot, but they want them to live in fear, well, and they want to send a message to the next guy. Challenge our elections, take us on. As Chuck Schumer said, we got seven ways from Sunday to get you back, and now we're seeing that unfold. So, Jerry, let me let me ask you. Like I said, I'm a little more conspiratorial. Um, I think they're trying to you know rile up their people so this happens organically. But if one of their uh, loyal whack jobs doesn't kill him organically, do you think they uh, kind of dip back into what they did to the Mr. Kennedy and do it themselves as an inside job? <laughs> what do you? I'll think, say Mr. yes. I, I I do absolutely. Well, I think that's the uh, that's the press. Uh, what is it? You know, smash glass to hit the emergency button. I think that's the last thing in their back pocket, and they don't want to do well, it. Well, I, I mean, they think that the solution is to put him in prison. And let's be honest, if this were anyone else, should say 91 felony counts, you know, a, a conspiracy charge with 19 or 18 co-defendants, some of whom will turn on him. Uh, a normal, yes, if this were a normal will. person, obviously wouldn't be facing charges. It's political. But you'd be saying he's going to have to do some time. He's going to have to do some time. And, and you know, even if he gets in office, he can pardon himself on federal crimes. I don't know if he can pardon himself on a local rap, but uh, they want to convict him and imprison him, sentence him to prison to stop him from returning, from returning to power. And all they've done is make him more popular. All they've done is energize his base more than ever. It's insane what we're seeing unfold and they they're you know they're playing along on the you know the cable news channels and then you know mainstream media they're saying this is unbelievable these people say they would vote for a guy convicted of a felony and they're pretending it's legit they're pretending it's not a political persecution they think it's all coming together yeah the plan is to put him in prison and force them to put up another candidate they 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 don't think trump is the toughest guy to beat cuz he's old he's got baggage he can do one term He's, you know, God knows what he'll do tomorrow, what he'll say tomorrow. Um, DeSantis would be a much tougher candidate, but they don't care. They hate Trump so much. They don't like to see him. They, they, they want to embarrass him. They want to humiliate him. They want him in an orange jump. They want orange man in an orange jumpsuit and out of and, and camouflage out of their lives. And all they've done is make him stronger. And what doesn't well, I, kill him makes him stronger. What I'm worried about is what does kill him. There are yeah. there's someone right now playing cleaning his AR-15. Some <laughs> crazy. Well, they're pink. They're pink yeah. hair. You know, right. getting some ready, Antifa going to the scumbag, yeah. Some Antifa scumbag saying, you know, I'm going to be a hero. I mean, these are yep. people. These are nihilists. They don't like life. They don't care. Yep. They you know they'll they'll kill themselves. They don't care. And they be know they would be legends if they could take out the yeah. evil orange man. But. Anyway, let's get to this friggin' suit, man. This you want to hear the craziest damn story of the day. Right, let me do Shay, and I'll do, and I'll get to the story. It is utter insanity. You want to know if you're, as people have pointed out, if you're in the billionaire class and you buck the system, you know, you challenge the system, like oh, Donald Trump, Elon Musk, they will come at you. They don't care if it's ethical, if it's if it's more, if it's legal. They will come after you. They've made that clear. You got to step in line like, you know, Bill Gates or, uh, or Larry Fink. You step out of line and they will try their best to crush you. We've seen what they've done to Trump. This is what they're doing to Musk. Musk, by the way, who should be considered an American hero, an American hero. That's what he is. He saved free speech on at least one platform. He overpaid for Twitter because he hated to see what was happening in this country, how the the federal government was working with the uh, big tech to crush dissent, to, to deprive Americans of their First Amendment rights. And he stepped up and bought the company and mixed reviews so far, but it's a hell of an improvement over what, what it was like a year or more ago. And Biden was asked a long time ago, like when he did an actual press conference like a year ago mm. about Musk. And he said, Musk should be looked at. Yeah, we should investigate Musk. What? The guy was a hero until he bought Twitter. He was a hero to the left. He, he electric took cars. Electric I thought that was good. Cars, electric cars. He made them cool. He was shooting rockets, promising to get to Mars. <laughs> he was a great innovator, an inspirational guy. Then he buys Twitter, reinstates the Babylon Bee and Donald Trump, and they hate him and they want to stop him. He must be the cleanest billionaire. He must be the squeaky cleanest rich guy in this country. Because this 
is what they're going after him on. Not tax evasion or money laundering or any of the things Joe and Hunter Biden have done. Check this out. This is from CNN. The U.S. Justice Department has filed a lawsuit against SpaceX, the Elon Musk-run rocket and spacecraft company, with extensive, extensive government contracts for allegedly discriminating against refugees in its hiring practices. That would be illegal aliens. The suit yes. claims that from September 2018 to May 2022, SpaceX routinely discouraged asylees and refugees from applying and refused to hire or consider them because of their citizenship status in violation of the Immigration and Nationality Act, according to DOJ news release. Um, they're coming after Elon Musk for hiring Americans, for hiring Americans. Qualified, qualified Americans. How many people are coming across the border with uh, a job ready to make 150 in big tech? Uh, it, it goes on to allege SpaceX falsely claimed in job listings that only green card holders and U.S. citizens could work at the company because of federal export control laws. They've already produced evidence that this was required by law. They had to hire Americans. I mean, forget law. How about common sense? They are coming at the great Elon Musk, a guy who's created hundreds of thousands of jobs. The highest, the guy who pays more taxes than anyone in America. They're coming after him for not hiring illegal aliens for yep. prioritizing American citizens. This is so insane. Even by Biden standards, even by Democrat standards, this is madness. Just make up a tax charge against them. You know, I guess you can't do that anymore since your family is such a, a bunch of tax deadbeats, but are you really, I mean, he challenges this in court. He's going to go to court. Yes. He didn't hire illegal aliens who just swam across the Rio Grande to work at SpaceX. He hired qualified Americans. Yeah. <laughs> imagine with, with, your with grandfather. Degrees and, yeah. Imagine your grandfather or some American, whatever, dropping here from 50 years ago and seeing that. Be like, yeah. wow, the guy shoots rockets and makes electric cars and defends free speech. And, yeah. oh, they're going after him. What for? Hiring Americans. This is peak insanity. It really is. I, I can't think of anything crazier. But, uh -huh. all right. Before Give we, it a week. Give it a week. You'll find something crazier. So, so just to be clear, Ironhead did not get us on the locals. Um, no. Feed. Why not? No. And, and he somehow is uh, linking it to the YouTube thing. I don't see the correlation there. I don't but, get it. But and so we're not going to be on. We're not. We're not on. Locals. This is not this is not live on locals, but I would say around <laughs> noon Eastern time. We uh, this should be up in theory on Rumble. So the video version will be up on Rumble. But first, as you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. We were going to take questions and comments from our uh, viewers and listeners, which we like to do on Friday, but I guess Ironhead uh, screwed that up too. So quick update on the blind side story because we've been we've talked a lot about it. I mean, if you're paying attention to the story at all, and you just and you don't get caught up in the racial thing like people, you know, like ESPN and everyone in the mainstream media. Uh, it's from Yahoo. Uh, the, you know, Michael Orr's a liar. Michael Orr's a shakedown artist. He's trying to get money out of the two. He's, I don't know if he made 37, 36, 7 million as an NFL player, decent NFL player. Did he blow through it? I don't know. Well, but he's allegedly demanding 15 million from the two who are rich, who owned a bunch of fast food 
restaurants and sold them all for $200 million. The production company that financially backed the blindside broke its silence Thursday after more than a week of the film subjects exchanging salacious accusations. Andrew Kosova and Broderick Johnson, co-founders of Alcon Entertainment, released a lengthy statement defending the movie's authenticity and pushing back against Michael Orr's claim that the Tuies have gotten rich at his uh, at his expense since the film's release. Alcon has paid approximately seven hundred and sixty-seven thousand to the agency that represents the Tuies and Orr, and they have split the money evenly. Now, maybe Michael Orr thinks he deserved more than the other kids because there's two kids yeah. that they're grown up now, but two parents, two kids, and him. There's five, so five people split seven hundred sixty-seven thousand minus agency fees. Uh, He's like made, a buck twenty, probably. Yeah, buck twenty, something like that. He made off the movie, and that's what they made too. Now you could say he thinks he deserves more, but the insanity of it all is that they used him to make money. So when they found this big kid on the streets, a you know high school dropout, didn't have shoes, they thought you know let's get him in, let's uh, become his uh, conservator, let's give him a home. Let's give him clothes, food. Let's take him in as our own. And maybe down the road, he'll get rich and we can steal all his money. The whole plot, the whole plan, the whole idea is just insane. And people wouldn't give a damn if it weren't a bunch of rich white guys, white people versus this poor black guy. If they just look at the facts, I mean, the idea that they could have ever plotted and planned this in advance is just insane. I mean, the, the, you don't think in the back of their mind they're ready to send him to Ole Miss, a big kid like that? Like, if, if Michael Orr is built like uh, he's 5'6", you know, 120, I don't know if they're bringing him in. We're being <laughs> you honest. think they leave him on, leave yeah, him on the street? Yeah, well, well, that's that the could, lesson. That, that, yeah, you know? That's the lesson going forward. If you see a poor black leave kid him. on the street, you're a rich white, rich white person, leave him there. You yeah, don't want the headache. Yeah. You'll, you'll, know, get the, you'll get the lawsuits might, 15 years later. He might turn on you, sue you, and then the media will call you a racist. So. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, it's, too, it's, it's remarkable. But you won't you won't the, see that covered by the news. They they won't they won't stick up for these people. It'll, it'll be spun one way, and it's a sad story all around. You'd have to assume that Ower did really blow through his money, which he made a lot of. So uh, yeah, I mean, although he gets called in all the stories, the news channels call him the NFL star. I don't know about that. I don't know about yeah. that. But yeah. if he made thirty six million, he should be okay. And he made a hundred something thousand off the movie. He should be okay. And Oh, by the way, he just came out with a book, second book, a book of his own that he's trying to sell. So uh, you ask, uh, you know, you tell me who's uh, who's motivated by money here. Uh, anyway, we got to leave it there. Um, Matante's got some major editing to do. I, uh, I think we should. We, I think we should. I was like, Shay. Spice and shay. Um, I think we should leave it. We got to the clip eventually. We had a little bickering for 40 seconds. I think it was good. Yeah, it was great. It's awesome. It's perfect. And we don't know why we're not on Locals. We don't know why we're not on YouTube. We don't know anything, but Ironhead is, uh, I don't know, hitting the Bloody Marys. I don't know what the hell he's doing. You, if you could go back to Wednesday, do you think there's one thing that you said that maybe, uh, or just the C word, the COVID word, just right there, right no, then and like there? COVID. We've done, we've been through this many times. Every time we talk about COVID, every time you say masks don't work or you say. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> now, now the one week ban probably just went to a year after that comment, but. And you say you and you say whatever boosters. You don't need a. Bo- I mean, it's insane. Over a hundred colleges are forcing children, 17, 18 year olds, healthy eighteen year olds, to get vaccinated again and boosted again, to come yeah. back to yep. campus. That is insanity. What we're living through again. It's coming, as we talked about on uh, Wednesday. It is coming, and it is not going to be pretty. Think of how crazy the next year is going to be. They're going to try to put Trump in prison. The walls are closing in on Biden as much as the media is protecting him. We are finding out just how corrupt and criminal they are. Uh, James James Comer is doing a great job. So we're going to learn more about Biden's high crimes. Trump's going to face four different, 91 felonies in four different jurisdictions. Trump is back on on Twitter and COVID is coming back. The next year and a half until November is going to be absolute chaos in this country. And I can't wait. I think it's going to be a blast. And then probably we'll say, looking at the same matchup, Robert Peters versus inmate number P0113589. What a wild time to be alive. But that'll do it for today and for this week. Montante, thanks for trying.
appreciate it. Thanks for oh, that. Oh, come on. We, listen, we got we got to the clip eventually, okay? I overcame that. I persevered. A lot of people would have fumbled, you know, fumbled that bag. I, I kept it going. We got it. I would like to say thanks for watching, but nobody's watching right now because I don't know why. Technical difficulties. Oh, the hell. Incompetence, that's why. Yes. But and I'll, I'll be back on when uh, I believe let's do the uh, last Friday before NFL kicks off. We'll go over some NFL that's futures good. and whatnot. And whatever whatever Ironhead s- says, stay far, far away if any, uh, any indication from last year. So, oh, sounds good. We will make our NFL futures picks. I'm going with the Bengals. Just saying, I'm going with the Bengals. I know it's not a big. I'm I'm not going with Detroit. Everyone's going. Everyone thinks Detroit's the new it team. Not going to happen. But Agreed. we'll get into that. You know, after I after we do all our research, break it all down, we will analyze that. Uh, I don't know another week or two. When it, but before the season starts, anyway, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again Monday morning. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.